Hey guys, welcome back to our podcast. I'm Athena. I'm Bailey. And for today's podcast, we're kind of going to shift gears a little bit. I think we're going to kind of get into a little more creepier, spookier aspect. I think this one. I, I don't know how. I don't know. How, I mean, it's going to be like extremely. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know how. Give you nightmares. But boy. it's definitely going to be a little edgy. edgy. There you go. Yes. <laughs> that was so perfect. Um. So yeah, I think what we're going to mainly focus on today is just some creepy spots around in Connecticut. Um. Because Connecticut, I think, is one of the most haunted states in um, the country. I didn't know that. Yeah, it is. Um, <laughs> so if you look it up, I think like Massachusetts or nah. I think it would be Mass, right? It's I think Massachusetts, but Connecticut is definitely up there. Wait, where did the the um, the Conjuring movies happen in Connecticut? Yeah, in Connecticut. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, oh, I thought they have it in Mass. That's what well, I'm actually, I think New England overall is pretty. Um, it's uh, pretty like haunted, but just this, this whole area. Just because I think it's the whole thing, the first settlement. Like, That's what I think. The, uh, this is where Lake America started. Right. Yep. There's more. There's been more people that have died here. Yeah. Than like animals. Yeah. So I think we're gonna kind of go with that approach. Spooky. So, um, I guess I'll start a little bit. Um, Bailey's not gonna have that much <laughs> Bailey's not like an so, expert on spookiness I think honestly we can kind of go either way with this tonight so we'll probably I think we'll mostly talk about like stuff like creepy stuff in Connecticut but I think we're also thinking of jumping in there and adding in what we would do if we were in any sort of phenomenon like, and not, like yeah like a zombie costume kind of it's just gonna be kind of this whole podcast will be a little bit edgy kind of a little creepy spooky yeah so um, we promise we won't give you nightmares yeah we won't give you guys nightmares because i don't want nightmares i think i think this will be fun i think this will be a good one so yeah if you guys want to listen buckle up get ready and uh let's get started so just to kind of start off this past summer i picked up these two fabulous books i love to read so um, and I like creepy books too. I think they're kind of fun. I kind of keeps them. Books. They're fun. They but just keep you up the editing. It's gonna be creepy. Oh yeah. And I just love scary movies. Yeah. That's my favorite genre. I think what I love most about like creepy books is that like if it's true, it's good. Ooh. That's that's what oh, makes it really like good. The, like the documentaries, like well, love documentaries killers and stuff. Oh yeah, those. those are good. Um. So, anyways, so I was I picked up these two books last summer, Mystic, and they were both kind of on the same topic because they dealt with like spooky places in like Connecticut and New England overall. And one of the things that you know kind of came up was so I'll, I'm, I'm gonna mention two places. So the first place that maybe three. We'll see how it goes. But so for the first one that I think I think kind of struck me was. So if you guys are from Connecticut in Easton, there's this cemetery and it's called Union Cemetery. It is the haunted, most haunted cemetery in Connecticut. Um, it's in, like I said, it's in Easton and it kind of connects because there's this really creepy road by it. Um, shout out to some of my friends. We went on Halloween night one night. <laughs> we were being like crazy. We just drove by. We didn't go into it, but um, there's no road. It's like grass. Like it, this, oh. this cemetery is old. 
And like, is it open to the public though? It is. is. Yes, it is. It's the same thing where it's like open from sunrise to sundown. But it's just grass. It's grass. There's no like cement. It's the tiniest little thing. It's honestly, I know you guys can't see me, but the the road, (laughs) so like the road intersects at four ways. And right where the corner tip of where you can go, like, kind of veer off. So, like, I'm trying to, th- like, math coordinate plane when you have an, two intersecting lines. They go, like, either way. They have an intersecting point, and then they follow off. It's, yeah. like, right at that triangle point. Mm-hmm. Kind of describe it to like the, to the audience. That's where the cemetery's at. Right. It's, like, right in the corner. And there's another... So, there's a road. It's, um... Uh, Stepney Road, and it goes all the way up to Monroe. There's another cemetery there that is also haunted, like Stepney Cemetery. And supposedly the origin is that there's a white lady and she goes back and forth from the Stepney Cemetery to Union Cemetery. She just keeps walking back and forth. Do you think she has like family that's buried in? Uh, Yeah, so that's the thing. Um, Her husband went away to war. And supposedly his grave is in Union Cemetery. Hmm. How she goes from stuff? Oh, the. No, I, I mean she drives obviously. Right? There's a church that's right next to the cemetery. So there's a church, and it's like right across the street in Stepney. So it's like Stepney Church. It's like a congregational church or something. It's old. Um, but the funny thing is, because Union Cemetery also has a church, but get this: both of the churches are white. The mm-hmm. building itself is white. But does she only does she visit those churches? She goes back she... and forth because she went to Stepney Church. That was that I think it's a very old church. It was opened like the seventeen hundreds. Uh-huh. But her husband was buried at Union Cemetery because I'm pretty sure if I remember this, Union Cemetery was like a war, like for uh if you had like loved ones that kind of fought or whatever. Yeah. Um eighteen hundreds, you know, whatever that may be, they ended up in Union Cemetery. How she went from back and forth. I don't know because there's a cemetery in Stepney as well. Like I said, it's right across the street. But the origin is that she keeps going, walking back and forth. And some people, there's all different kinds of stories. But the story is, is that that main road is where like she walks, and people said that like she's seen her or something. So where did she live though? Did she live in like? I think she lived in Easton. Okay. I believe that's. I believe that's what it was. From Monroe and Easton close. I don't know. They're right next to each other. Oh, they're right, okay. right next. Like Stephanie leaves right in Stephanie Road leaves right into Monroe and whatnot. Um, but yeah, so supposedly with the whole thing with Union Cemetery is that their fences they have like these iron, you know, like those old iron oh, yeah, cemeteries. Like the pointy ones. Yeah. They have those. At, you know, the Lady Fenwick where she was buried. Like, yeah. Yeah, they have those too. So supposedly that when you have iron gates like that, they're those alone are like haunted in themselves Mm -hmm. like those just carry off like spirits and ghosts like if they're supposedly like with any cemetery that has that like you walk through it and then it's like have you seen the movie silent hill sounds familiar so there was like this whole it was that's a crazy movie but there's like this whole aspect of where Mm -hmm. this lady went into the town and but she never well when she left the town she supposedly like never got out of it that's the whole thing with the gates when you walk through like an old haunted cemetery like that. Gotcha. Um, but yeah. But oh, and another story that I think we can go off of in Connecticut is in my hometown, there's Penfield Lighthouse. 
Um, recently there were some owners, I don't really know the full origin of it. It wasn't in one of the books. This, I think this was heard by like my grandfather told me like the story or something because he was a big sailor and I used to be like a huge sailor and stuff. And when I did sailing school, we used to have this day of where it would be like lighthouse day. I can't imagine we would sail to lighthouse. Huh? I can't imagine you doing sailing school. Are you kidding? <laughs> oh my God. I loved sailing. That was like one of my huge hobbies. Like growing up, my grandpa had a sailboat and that was like. Oh my god, I have to, like, so that was, like, one of my fondest childhood memories, sailing. I absolutely love sailing, with, but, like, ugh. It broke my heart when he had to sail, uh, sell the boat. Yeah, sell the sailboat. It was awful. Anyways, but um, the Penfield, that's also haunted as well, too. There was supposedly, like, this old um, captain that, like, if you go out there, he, like, looks out onto, like, the Long Island Sound or whatever. Um, that's another one, but... I'll save the best for last, so... What's that one? <laughs> the Conjuring. Oh, yeah. Everybody kind of knows about it. I'll do one more after this, too, because it's, it's honestly... You, everybody knows. But if you've seen the Conjuring series, it, it's... They're true stories. They're not necessarily every single aspect in the movie is true. Yeah. But supposedly there's a house in... So uh, Lorraine Warren, the lady who... You know, she was kind of like the little, the inside kind of, like she could like see the spirits yeah. and like talk with them. She actually went to the high school that I went to, Laurelton Hall in Milford. Mm-hmm. Um, there's rumors that she got like kicked out or whatever, but there's so many different kinds of rumors. But her house is in Monroe. It turned into like a museum and um, <laughs> I have these two friends, we did it again. The same ones that I told you <laughs> earlier that we drove we drove past the road. I drove and they they've been uh, I think we've all kind of gone like at least once or twice, but the one time that we went all together, the three of us, we pulled down the road and I couldn't even drive past it. I turned around like halfway. I'm like, I'm done. I'm done. You can do I'm a K-turn. Turn. Like, let, me, let me go back. Let me do the three point turn that I learned in driving school. Turn around. Um but yeah, so she's also in uh, Monroe, Connecticut, as well. She has like the whole little um, museum in Monroe. Um, and then I think there's one more place I would, I would like to mention in Newtown. There's called Fairfield Hills. It was an old mental asylum. And it is probably, I think, in the northeast side, the only asylum that has like the longest underground tunnels. They're slowly turning it into a municipal center, but there's still some buildings where they're mm-hmm. abandoned. And each building, so it's kind of like, it looks like kind of like a campus almost. And there's like different buildings, but the underground tunnels, they all connect them. And the underground tunnels, there'll be certain tunnels where they would connect to go to like the mortuary and this and that or whatever. That place is cuckoo crazy for Cocoa Pebble Puffs, I swear to God. I go in there and it's, it's weird. That place is weird. I when I played AAU basketball, they turn one of the buildings into like a gym. We were playing basketball. We were always joking like the little children are like sitting next to us like on the bench, <laughs> like playing. Um, but yeah, so I think those are kind of the main four Z's places that um, I kind of wanted to mention for like creepy little. I told you you want to be that scary, guys. I told you that. So everybody, relax. Mm-hmm. Well, relax I mean, yourself. Might not much of a scary story, but like I have like little random facts about like old Saybrook. 
Uh-huh. And like, yeah. Okay, so you know, have you ever seen the movie What Scared Jessica to Death? I've heard about. Well, there is a mo- that movie was filmed in like a little yellow house in Old Saybrook. It's like by like the you know where the car dealerships are. It's closer to on um, the Westbrook side, almost right. Like, like opposite. It's like going towards like Deep River in Essex. Oh yes, 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 yes. Yep. It's like yep. this little abandoned place that like I mean. People have broken into it, but like everybody says it's haunted. But like, not like no one ever lived there after the movie. Hmm. Yeah. Weird. Right. Huh. I always want to go into it, but I mean, I don't have the balls to. I guess maybe you and your friends can get together and we can go with it. Oh, I was this close into going into Fairfield Hills. Yeah. I was this close. I was going to. You should. You should like document it. And like go to these random places. I th- I wanted to. I, I really did. And I tried to convince all these people to come with me. And nobody wanted to come with me. I was going to convince my mom to go. Can we go? Will, you, will your mom go? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go. She went, like she wanted to bring her friends with her. And I wanted to bring mine. We're going to have like this whole group. And everyone chickened out last minute. Oh. Well, yeah. Your mom should have just gone. Thinking about it. You should. I want to. That would be fun. Um, what about that lighthouse that's by Catherine Hepburn's house? Is that haunted? I don't In Fenwick? So. Hmm. I mean, it could be, but I feel like it would be. What is it, like, Gay Hepburn? No, what was the name of it? I don't, I don't know the name of it. Hmm. Everybody just calls it the lighthouse. Those <laughs> <laughs> are <literally> just one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but I also realized that half the people that listen to this podcast aren't even from Old Saybrook. When I mentioned the Lady Fenwick thing, it was a lady... Uh, who was she? She was like, I forget who she was, but she was like some big lady with that had to do with like you know finding the town. Cause Fenwick technically, like if you look it up, it still counts as like its own little town. But like and then Saybrook's like kind of separate from it, but it's all like, it's all connected. Big, yeah, yeah, it's all connected. Um, and I guess like her story is that like she was buried alive, and then like hmm. they like she scratched like her coffin and stuff and like sometimes you get if you go to the cemetery at like some point you, you can, can hear, hear her scratching, scratching on her. that's creepy yeah right that's creepy yeah because they i don't i can't okay this is the worst story ever but i can't remember because with no details but i can't remember why they took her back up but when they opened the coffin they could see the scratching on like the top of it so that's why everybody that's why like they think that she wasn't actually dead because you know that you you probably know it there's like this thing where like people can go to sleep and like everything can like like their heartbeat slows down so much that like this seems like they feel like that they're dead yeah i mean people catch it now because like heart monitors and stuff but like a lot of people would die and then like they'd still be alive because they didn't have the technology to actually see biotechnology it's more advanced yeah yeah that's what that's what everybody thinks happened to her Mm mm-hmm then my mom went on a rampage. She was like, she's like, if I die, you make sure my heart's not beating. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, I came home from school and talked about it. I was like, we learned about Lady Fenwick today. She died and then came back to life and scratched her on a coffin to get out. Nice. <laughs> yeah, that's what she told me. Nice. Yeah, because we, we did, like, the tour of the, like, in middle school. We walked, like, all the way down Main Street and then, well, not down Main Street. It was like... You know where the middle school is, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Sheffield mm-hmm. Street. Yeah. Right. It's like, and then we walked all the way down to the point. We learned about, like, all, like, little artifacts and then walked back. Nice. Yeah. Interesting. Lady Fenwick. Yeah. What other creepy stuff is there in Saybrook? Is that it? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> There's this one cemetery that 
I think is kind of like really fascinating to me. It's mm -hmm. the haunted, most haunted cemetery in the world. It's in Scotland. Let's just make a word hauntedist. Hauntedist. <laughs> That's good. That's, That's a good one. Um, and it's the most haunted cemetery in the world, and it's in Scotland, like I said. And it's called Kirkland Graveyard. It is so haunted. You know what poltergeists are? They're like living, breathing there, basically. Right. Poltergeists are all around. If you guys don't know what the poltergeist is, it's basically like a ghost or spirit that like. Those lives. were like the first like actual scary movies that I watched. Yeah, yeah, they're okay. No, like the first couple. Are they're like, okay. It's like kind of goofy. It's like, okay. Yeah, they're okay. But um, yeah. So, anyways, what a poltergeist is is like it's a ghost or spirit that like likes to cause mischief and they'll do anything to like not mischief but like very like like they'll scratch you and like this and that um but at this graveyard it's funny because where the graveyard is located right next to it is the inspiration of diagon alley from harry potter so if you look up a picture of it of the road right next to the graveyard it looks exactly like that's where the inspiration came from oh, for diagon cool. alley and harry potter if i ever finish harry potter I'll let you, know you need to finish it <laughs> you need to finish it I like. Do you realize how I don't watch movies? I just don't watch movies. I like. I don't like that. You just go on a tangent about it, then you won't watch it. You won't finish it. Yeah, I know. You'll that's start like the five minutes of it and be like, I'm done. Well, because <laughs> movies for some reason, like I. Th that's why I think there's like definitely something like mentally, like that I need to get diagnosed. <laughs> I literally cannot sit down and watch movies. Like I'll do shows, but like. Some people can't do that. For some reason, I just can't. Like I don't like giving my. You just can't focus on it for that long. Yeah. You know? You just can't focus on it. Um, what was I getting at? Oh, yeah. So in the graveyard, the inspiration, if you've heard of Tom Riddle, if you've gotten that far in Harry Potter yet. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so there's one grave in the graveyard where the inspiration where J.K. Rowling got the name Tom Riddle from. And if you flip around the words, it spells out Lord Voldemort. Um, if, yeah, Tom Riddle. Tom Riddle to Lord Voldemort? Yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. Tom, it's Tom Marvalo Riddle. That's the full name. And if you mess around the letters and stuff, it spells yeah. Lord Voldemort. Anyways, but there's this one grave in the graveyard where it says Tom Riddle. Like, he's an actual Did she like, know that? person. And she got the inspiration from that. Oh. Um, but there's another grave in the cemetery where there was, like, this captain. I, I don't know exactly what the name of it was, but it's funny because his... All of the graves in there are like mausoleums. Like they're huge. They're giant. They're like these big things. Oh, they're things. like those things, like the room ones? Yeah, but they're like mega, like creepy. Yeah. And they all look old, mossy. I always want to see those though. That's so cool though. The, this, it's funny because no one wants, like, because you go into like a cemetery and you have like the grave washers. Like they'll go and sit there and like wash the moss off yeah. or like. Nobody will touch these graves in this graveyard because of how haunted it is. So if you uh, go to the graveyard, it, like, like, some, they just they something. just think that like there's something wrong because if you look at one of the graves, it looks like you can't even read the lettering because it's so old and no one wants to sit there and clean it off because everyone's afraid of like the oh, origins and this. I know it, it kind of is, and you know a lot of the issue is as well is that um, because of the plague and stuff and what happened, the there was just so many people that died. And mm -hmm. so there's a lot of lost bodies in there that just unmarked graves. So you mm -hmm. could be stepping on someone and not even know, like, who that person is because yeah. there's so many people in the graveyard. So I think, like, 
it's probably haunts me because people are like upset by that and stuff. But anyway, so this one captain, his mausoleum is huge. If you look it up, it's like you walk in, you, there's a, a gate, but you can't walk past it just because of security purposes and stuff. But I think if you ask permission, you could probably walk through it. And there's this big ditch. You'd probably be like, I don't know why you want to. No, right. Okay. Like, who wants to do that? There's this big ditch, like, right in the middle of it. And supposedly his body, they just because he was like, um, I think he was like a fucked up person or something. And his body's like at the bottom of this well. So he has like the mausoleum, the gate, like the gate's right here. You walk through the gate. There's like this big, like, well trench. And his body's at the bottom of it. He was a bad person, that's why. Something, I don't know. I think there was something happened in his life where he had a lot of regret. And it kind of carried over into his afterlife. And so some people have actually walked into like the mausoleum and they come out and they just see scratches. They don't feel it. They don't feel the scratches, but they walk out and there's just these red like claw lines. But like, why isn't he buried? Like, I'm not really exactly sure. I, I don't really know the full f- story. You could probably look it up. You can look up anything. Google's free. But I love Google. Love Google. But I was watching a video on it and yeah this cat like this cat he's a poltergeist so like any ghost who will like actually physically harm you like that mm-hmm. that's a that's considered a poltergeist and they're like i said they're just all over in that graveyard wow. and that's yeah. in ireland right scotland it's called kirkland graveyard <laughs> <laughs> got, yeah. got the land wrong. well you got the it's the united kingdom so you're close um but yeah Okay, so now I think we're going to shift to a different type of topic. Still creepy, still spooky, scary. Mm-hmm. But um, we're going to talk about like what we would do if we were in a zombie apocalypse. And then ho- hopefully, maybe, if we get to it, we'll talk about like Draculas and vampires and where they, like the origin of them. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. Honestly, okay, so just basically... If you people are out there, I'm so sorry. If you believe the zombie apocalypse is actually going to happen, you are very well mistaken. Because I did a project in my honors bio class senior year on what you what would happen if we were actually to become zombies. It's just because it wouldn't work. It wouldn't work because organs, every organ in your body is made up of cells and tissues, Okay. And it all comes back to the subject of histology. If you people think anatomy out there, y'all know what histology is about. It's the study of tissues. And it's basically what comes down to is if your tissues don't work, nothing in your body works. Because that is the basis of your organs. So if your tissues don't work, your organs don't work, your body doesn't work. And when it comes to a zombie and that physiological aspect... It's basically decaying, rotting tissue. So it would never happen, number one. Number two, if you were to have even the slightest little decay in one of your tissues, you would not function properly. You wouldn't yeah. be able to, like, stand and walk up. Because we all need tissues. Even, like, I don't know. We need know. tissues for our nose, too. Right. You, you need everywhere. Like, for example, cardiac muscle. That's in the heart. That's... If you, that were to not, like... If it, that were to decay... Yeah. Bye bye. It would not. It would not be anything. But okay, that's just the whole thing. Anyways, but if it were to happen, um, I don't really have a plan. Some people I don't do. Have a plan either. Like, Some people have a plan. Like they have a whole survival kit. They got it like stashed up, ready to go. But you have to. I have to take it like day by. Well, not day by day, but like second by second, trying to like just instinctually like trying to survive. 
Like, I don't even know how I would, like, I mean, I know I gotta get him in the head, but, like, still, like, I don't know, like, and I have to get, and I'd have to get over the fact that, like, I'm killing, like, a something that used to be human, you know what I mean? I think I would get a boat ready. A boat? A boat. Because this isn't Minecraft where you've got those little zombies, those little know, right? water zombies no, swimming in the water. Zombies. That would not happen, okay? No. But definitely get some sort of boat. And I think on but the... Like, okay, wait. What kind of zombies would it be? Like, you know how they have, like, all these movies, like, there's zombies like... Have you seen the Scorch Trials, like, the Maze Runner series with the Scorch Trials? No. I've never seen... Okay, well, in the Scorch Trials, there's, like, these weird like, people, and they get infected by this disease, and they're zombie-like. It's like... Oh, jeez. What was the disease called? I, I can't forget. But anyways, it was like this black shit that when this disease got to you, it like went on their veins and it like completely like I remember fucked seeing them up. I think I did see it like a long time ago, but I didn't really care about it. <laughs> I love the Maze Runner series. But anyways, in the Scorch Trials, they kind of, it goes into the third movie, the Death Cure as well. But they look like these. Do you think something like, like that could happen? You know what? Or we get like a disease? You know what? I I kind of when this whole pandemic started and stuff, I thought to myself, I'm like, what could this be? Like a, a whole? I mean, it technically is if you think about it, because well, people get infected are, by it. Have you heard about those deer that like get like they they get like it's like a um it's a bug thing that they get in the water or something. And that was what the Scorch Trials, the zombie things they came from. It was like yeah. an animal like infected kind mm-hmm. of thing or whatever. But yeah, yeah the I've deer like. They they just like there. I saw a video on TikTok and like, the, it's the what what do you call it? Like the not the virus, but like the bug. What, what do you call it? Pathogen. Yeah, we'll, we'll call it pathogen. The pathogen is like taking over their brain. Invader. And, like, yeah, okay. and, like they invade their brain, and like there was a video on TikTok of this guy. He like he found a deer and it was walking straight through the fire. Like and it didn't and then it walked into the water and it drowned itself because it had no what? control of its body. Yeah, that's what. I, I forget what the name of it is, but wait, I'm gonna see if I can look it up. But you keep talking. That is crazy. Yeah. See, okay, when you think about it that way, because okay, like I said before, when we did the project, like it's decaying tissue. That's literally what the zombies are. But if you think about it in terms of if a specific disease comes about, that can really be a game changer for sure. Um, I'm not tooting my own horn, but I just got approved to be a minor in like microbiology and immunology. So that kind of that kind of all goes with this. Um, so I mean, like I said, if it it very close because this if you think about this pandemic and stuff, I mean this virus is just it's spreading everywhere to mm-hmm. us. But going like I said, going back to the whole zombie aspect in the scorch trials and you know and whatnot, I mean. We don't know. There's so many different, like, little microorganisms and things floating around in the air. Like, you have, you never know. You really don't. I mean, there's just so much things to think about. Especially in terms of that. I mean, I, like I said, Corona, it's not going to go away. I hate to keep bringing it up. I feel like we bring it up in every single podcast. I mean, it's our life now. It's our I life. It really is. It. And it's not going away. Yeah, I found this it. Virus. It's, um... It's epizootic hemorrhagic disease, EHD, is a viral disease of white-tailed deer that is transmitted by biting midges, or some scientific name. It's like the little bug that gets them. And then um, it can't be, like, spread from deer to humans, or, like, and humans can't contract it. But, like, 
really like and then like once they get it it like they can die within eight to 36 hours of it. why does it sound like corona because corona wasn't a human transmitted disease Corona has been around Did for come years. From, like the bat, because the they're, like what I know, everybody says like they eat bats, but like that's really where it came from. Because they, some dude ate like, because there was a certain way to eat them, or like there was like a certain you know standard that the bat has to be in to be able to eat it. Mm-hmm. And I think they had like left it out too long, and then it like, kind of, right. then it like made the corona, and then the guy ate it, and that's why like we started getting it. Well, if you looked on prior to like cleaning products and stuff like Lysol and Clorox mm-hmm. and stuff, it lists like specific diseases that it's preventable against like Lysol's prevent like that. Yeah. It says uh, Corona on there because Corona was an animal transmitted disease, disease, but virus. Mm-hmm. It was only spreading through different animals. That's why dogs could get it in, you know, and I think in that case with the bats and stuff, they didn't know that that it was there. Yeah. Because they discovered it pre- previous, like, fluorona, not, fl- but, like, it was, mm-hmm. um, that's not, that's not the correct term, but, um, it, it's, it's been around, but now, because it's a pandemic, it's because of the fact that, that's the way that you get it, that's how we got it, you in, going inside your system, yeah. you're eating it, basically, um, and so now it's, 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 it's an issue, but like I said, it wasn't animal transmitted. That's the same thing with that whole deer thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's an animal transmitted disease. So, like, before, like, even the corona thing was even, like, a whole pandemic, it's always been around. It could have been around to, like, the freaking little squirrels outside and the chipmunks, the little woodland creatures. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, they had corona, but could have been any one of them. Yeah, but that's interesting. That deer but it thing. Happened to be that bad that that duty at that time on that one day, and then he freaking spread it across the whole planet. Is that actually like a real thing that he did eat the bat? Was that the? That yeah, the that's thing? that's like the real thing. Huh. Wow. Because like I don't I don't even know how to say it. Like you know how some like you know how with shellfish and like seafood where like if you don't eat it in a certain like what is it like squid or something. Wait, what is it? Like Not squid. Even sushi. Just sushi. Like sushi in general. Like, if you don't... If you they put... They give you a warning. Um, mm-hmm. There's a... Because all fish and stuff, they have, the, like, silver nitrate in mm-hmm. them. And if you were to ingest it or whatever, you could literally, mm-hmm. like, get sick. Yeah. And die. <laughs> I, I think it is silver nitrate. It's, like... Um, uh, it's I forget the chemical formula, but yeah, it it's is. It's just like it, a certain it, standard that yeah, that has to be in for them to be able to eat it because they've been eating them for years. Like right. they just eat them, you know, like we eat chicken. It's a delicacy. Exactly. <coughs> Excuse me, I'm getting over like a little cold. But um, <laughs> like yeah, it just like that day that bat happened to be, you know, not up to not up to standards and he just ate it yeah and there's no way to know like it's not his fault yeah you don't know but like remember that point in time where everybody was like attacking like asian people i don't i, I don't understand like, society i, like, I really don't get I, I don't like, get I you guys saw all these stories and i really like, don't get you no, guys okay like i'm not justifying them attacking people but like they were attacking asian people that were already in the united states it's like what did they what? have to do with the situation at all right you know I, I, I don't really... I, I, I hated that. And, like, either way, it's not it's his fault. It's like, disgusting. It's, not it's disgusting. Fault People literally disgust me. People literally disgust me. Um, but the whole thing getting back to the whole zombie apocalypse, I yeah. think my plan would be to get a boat ready, 
have like canned foods that would like wouldn't spoil and I could have for like years and years mm-hmm. um and definitely I would have like a little like on the boat I would definitely have like a little heating area because there's a certain way you can purify salt water so there's my drinking water yeah. just live on a boat I don't know. I think I'd do that, too. Because I'm not living underground. I'm just going to piggyback off your idea. I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to live underground. The only thing that would worry me is just, like, actually, have, like, being able to get the food and stuff. Because every, like, you know everybody went crazy over toilet paper? Like, <laughs> they're going to be the same thing over all the food. And, it's like, and people go nuts if there's, like, they do. like they just go crazy. They, and go they get crazy. all possessive, and then they get all greedy. And it's like they go crazy. People what go nuts. What are you gonna do nuts. with all that toilet paper? I need some too. People yeah. literally go nuts for nothing. Even like the slightest, tiny, teeny, tiny little storms that we get. No, I love that. No, you should Everybody see. Everybody goes crazy. Every single time there's like a snowstorm warning, there's all the gas stations are just filled, and then all the gas stations by like five p.m. are closed because there's no more gas. Well, what happened in a zombie apocalypse if we were trying to get like gas or stuff? Like it, that would not be. Well, there'd be no one there to like there'd be no one run there. it. Well, that but like, but it would it would just run pre- out. Yeah, I just thought it's preparation. Like I think hours. everything would just run out. Like yeah. to be prepared for a zombie apocalypse, you have to prepare like the people that believe in them. You know, like there's no way to be prepared for it. There is people that believe out there. I mean, I again, you guys can do whatever you want, but there are people that believe in this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a serious thing. But like the only way to prepare for it is. To believe right now and be prepared. And be prepared. For have a little stash. Like get yourselves ready. If it happens like tomorrow, like I'm not ready for it. Could you imagine? No. Bat blast dash hundred yard dash. Your little. <laughs> 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 I'm like, mom, come pick me up. Mom, mom, I'm scared. Come pick me up right now. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. That's one thing that scares me though. Is like with like crap that like can happen. Is like. Not being near my family. My whole family's like in different parts of the state. It's like my dad's in Deep River, mom's in Old Saber, brothers in New London, sisters in Glastonbury, and I'm here. Like we would literally never be able to get back to each other if anything happened. Well, Saybrook, you can just get your boat and leave. Yeah, true. Um, bye bye. Uh, bye bye. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I don't. Do you think it would happen? Do you think it would happen at one point? A zombie apocalypse. At this point, anything can happen. True. A freaking virus came from a bat. So, I mean, like, at this point, I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> Back to literally how it looked like. Oh, uh, I, I don't know. I, I really just take things know. day by day. I just... Like, that's all you can do. I just say to myself, it's like, if it's not in my control, then there's nothing to worry about. That's what I say. Like, if you can't control it and it's not in your control... Don't worry about it. You can't do anything about it. Yeah. That's that's what... The best thing that you can do is just prepare yourself, but that's it. Yeah. But I mean, there's so much, only so much preparing you can do. Yeah. You know? And it's like, I... that's That was me in high school, though. I was literally so crazy. I was like, I always thought I needed to control everything. I had everything under control. But now I'm like... That's why I'm such a, like... Like, in high school, like, yes, my grades are better. I mean, they're not bad now. Like, you know, they're pretty good but like in high school like i was crazy and like i just needed control over everything yeah but now it's like i realized that like what are we doing we're on a floating rock <laughs> i'm telling you I'm we are die someday we i are. could die in like 20 minutes when we're walking back to the dorm yeah you don't know knock on wood <laughs> <laughs> but like 
not gonna lie. But that's like that's what quarantine and like COVID really taught me is that like literally anything anything can happen, happen. overnight. At any given time. Overnight, exactly. overnight. Yeah, it's crazy. They're like, oh yay, two weeks spring break. Oh wait, it happened around this time. Yep, yesterday, like tomorrow would have been like my last day of school. I'm gonna throw up. Are you kidding me? Yeah, March 11th was. I think mine was too. Mine was like the 12th or something. Oh my god! I remember because we had um, our French National Art Society Mm -hmm. that same night. Because we, I went to school that day. It was a normal day. Everything was fine. Then I got home because it was after basketball season. I got home. They sent out an email because it was the day before. Because it was like, I think it was... They honestly, did it creepily in my school during school. Like, they did, like, an announcement, and everybody was all, like, creeped out by it. Oh, really? They yeah. sent an email to our parents. I mean, they sent that to I think it was a Wednesday. It was a Wednesday. It was a Wednesday. This is kind of creepy, too, honestly. So this kind of goes with it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a Wednesday, and it was Thursday because I had the French National Honor Society where we got, like, our honor cord and stuff. So mm-hmm. I was, like, so excited for that. I got, like, a whole dress ready. Like, I was so hyped for it. They sent an email... Saying, oh, we're canceling the National Honor Society, the Language National Honor Society, and we're also can- uh, canceling. Because there's, like, this whole uh, – back at my high school, they had, like, this retreat of where you could sign up for it. It was, like, some religious retreat where you go away to, like um, – I don't know what they did. I never did it. Um, and you sign up for it. It's basically, like, a little retreat. And you, spend, a you spend over a night. Right now. Huh? I need a religious retreat right now. <laughs> Me too. I need Jesus. Um, and so they sent an email saying it was called Kairos. So Kairos was canceled. The Language Honor Society, that was all canceled. And so I was like, okay. Then they sent out another email saying we're going to close for two weeks. They didn't even tell us during the day. I think I would be more like frazzled if they told us during the day at school because we were because everybody had already you know we'd already heard about the pandemic or not pandemic at that point we already heard about the disease the disease and everything and we were talking to our band teacher about it we're like so like are they like are are we gonna close schools and she's like well i can't tell you guys anything because like i don't know anything yet but like they she was saying like everybody's been talking about it and then like the next day they i think it was on the tuesday and then the next day, they made the announcement during, like, band, like, the next day. And we're, like, you're going to have a two-week spring break. And, like, emails are, like, sent out and everything. But, like, our like our teacher should not have done that, though. Like, she was scaring the crap out of us. We're, like, so what's going to happen with, like, we were all talking about it. We're, like, what's going to happen with graduation? What's going to happen with prom? Like, what's going to happen with, like, you know, all, all the senior crap that's coming up? Yeah, exactly. Best part of senior year, you know? Yeah. But, like... It was really scary just thinking about it. And then it was kind of like, like that whole week, though, because I I had um, – there was, like, one day during the – Because everybody – you could feel it. You, you could know, feel like, it. It was, like, a weird – You could feel it, for sure, because the first time that I heard about the pandemic, I was – I was so scared, too. I wasn't really scared, to be honest with you, because I got – I was really scared of my mom. Because Twitter sends me emails and stuff when they update, like, different uh, news articles and stuff. So I had a free at the end of the day. So I signed out, and I went home because it was, like, senior privileges if you if you had no more costs for us today, you can go home early. Mm-hmm. So I signed out and I was on my phone checking my emails and I saw this thing from Twitter and it said, 
Wuhan virus outbreak. And I didn't really think anything there. I was walking to my car. I was like, oh, I'm like this isn't going to affect us. Yeah, no, I, nobody ever thought it was, I didn't think, nobody ever thought I was going to come here. We didn't we say didn't anything. Think come here. I was talking to my honors um, biology teacher at the time because we had this mm-hmm. day of where it was actually the, the, that last day of normalcy. And I, I asked her because I, I was pretty close there. I love her. She was, I, she has prepared me for everything that I, at this point in my college career, so far I'm a major. And I just talked to her like nonchalant. I'm like, Dr. Gavard, do you think we're going to get like, you know, we're going to shut down. And she said herself senior year back in the eighties that she got shut down for like four weeks or so because of the whole flu outbreak. Mm-hmm. They, the thing that pissed me off they came back. is that our president knew about it. Like, they came months back. Months before. They came back. You know? Yeah. Every, like, the government knew about it. And they, he just didn't, he just decided not to tell anybody. And we could have literally made precautions way faster. You know, I, I have a lot of, there's a lot of, um, not in just that aspect, but everybody, you know, I think even us as a society, but anyways, what I was getting at is she said that they came back to school, but we didn't. Yeah. Uh, what I was getting at before is that, you know, not even just with the government and stuff, just us alone. It just shows what day we live in society and how almost this thing of where we alone have relied on technology and so many things that if we were to come down to something as major as this is what happened to us, we were just not prepared as a whole. Mm-hmm. Because of the fact, I just think we're spoiled. Especially humanity alone and the human race. We are so spoiled. Humans will never be satisfied with anything. No. If I you look at like this, it's a true thing. It's like with it this really system. is. So it's like... When it's cold out, you want it to be hot. When you look at these people. Be... I mean, you look at people back in like the 14, 1500s, 1700s. They dealt with some brutal winters because they didn't have the necessities that we have today. Mm-hmm. They were prepared. If something went down, they were prepared. We have relied on the technological advancements yeah, in modern we day that we lost sight of the fact that we... Don't even think about the worst that is yet to come. And then exactly. this is the worst. And then this is how we react. We start, it's like the, the you know, like the witch trials. You start blaming everybody mm-hmm. instead of doing something yourself about exactly. it. That's what it's come down to. And I know we're kind of going on a tangent a little bit here about. Yeah, but that's what the podcast, this is what we want. This is, this our is goal. what, this is a kind of like our goal here. And it, it is creepy if you think about it in a way. It was creepy. Like, it, it, it still, it still is. is. Like, and it's creepy to think. During the moment, because like my yeah. mom was like freaking out about it. She was like, especially, <laughs> excuse me, when we heard about the first person that like, I think they came on a plane, right? They brought it to the U.S. and then like was tested positive for it. Yeah. And that's when my mom was like, it's here. Like, it, like this isn't going to stop. Like, no. It's going to spread everywhere. And I, I just, I again, I hate the witch trial thing. When you're blaming other people who cares who cares who did this like, and how who said what like, how, how are we going to resolve and fix the problem i don't care that Susie sally <clears throat> shot in the fucking toilet i know who's gonna like, clean it up who's gonna clean like, it up who's gonna go get the plunger to get this shit <laughs> down cares? the toilet like <laughs> who cares like nobody cares bro oh my god it's crazy to me but 
I'm like rambling. That's how, that's how you're supposed to work. Yeah. Like, who's going to fix it? Right. And just, like, the two main things that pissed me off was, like, obviously the president knowing about it for as long as he did and not trying to figure something out. Like, and it's not even that, like, he had to let us know about it because if he let us know about it and they're, like, with, like, just, just everything would have been handled so differently. Like, everybody, everybody would have freaked out. No matter who, yeah. like, what president it may be, mm-hmm. whoever it is, it actually is. Yeah. It could have been handled so differently. I know, because he could have planned stuff in case it like it got worse. Cause like he knew when it was still in China. I like if I, if I were president and I knew something like something was happening in China, I would kind of get ready just in case, you know. And like it's like it's not like we don't have the money to like you know prepare for something like that. We like if it even if it didn't happen the way it did, I we still would have been prepared for it. Yeah. And there's like he wouldn't have had to like let anybody know about it. He could have just planned, planned ahead, you know. Yeah, I don't know. But then also what gets me is um, I think we opened up too soon, you know. Like because we've had we did we just opened up way too soon, and then the outbreak happened, and now we're just like I feel like we just wanted to be over so bad. Like that was like what was happening, and it's like. I don't even know how to describe it because I wanted to be out so bad too. But I could see that we didn't need to be out. We didn't need to be out that soon. We didn't. It was too soon, too quick. Way too soon, too quick. Way too soon. Yeah. Way too soon. Way Way too soon. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, I think we're going to wrap it up here. Um, And like we always do, we're going to end with a little quote. This one's from. By, well, by Stephen King from The Shining. Monsters are real. Ghosts are real, too. They live inside us, and sometimes they win. Hmm. A little know. dark. Dark, but also very true. It is true. Just because, like, the world is literally going to shit. That's very that's very aggressive. <laughs> I'm sorry. But, Crumbling like, the pieces. you see on the news, people just killing people for no reason. It's crazy. I hate it. I hate it. It's so scary. I can't stand it. It drives me crazy. That's why I don't watch the news. Yeah, I don't watch the news. Like, okay, like, I don't watch the news either, but then I think to myself, I'm like, wait, but shouldn't I be exposing myself to this so I'm more aware of it? But also, like, then I'm just thinking about some dude that killed the old guy in his front yard for, like, the next three days. I don't want to be sad about it, you know? But, I mean, not even with, like, killing. It's like, everybody has monsters in them. I, I know I have monsters. I got a little... Toxicity in my <laughs> my veins. You're not but thinking like, about yeah. what, what happens if like cause you said the news like we don't watch it, but then we should feel exposed, so we have like exposed to society, so we mm-hmm. have to watch. It. I mean, I still do get exposure though, just because like of Instagram and TikTok. But I'm thinking no, I'm, I'm like, thinking a little up. bit deeper here. Okay, I'm thinking in terms of like a stimulation. A stimulation? What do you mean? Like. Like, it's almost kind of like a test and trial kind of thing. It's like, because you mentioned, exactly, I don't want to watch, like, I don't want to watch the news, but I have to get exposed to society. Yeah. It's a stimulation. It's a stimulation in terms of, I have to watch it. I have to know what's going on. Yeah. I have to feel this certain way. If we didn't have the news... How would we know about any bad shit that's going on? Exactly. 
So what if the news are kind of like a monster themselves, if you think about it in a negative way? They are. I see what you mean. Right? It's a little deep, but... That is very deep. It's the, you guys would trying to explain it as best as possible, but I'm trying to think in terms of, like, stimulation. Well, you mean, like, it's like, if we weren't ever exposed to it, everybody would be, like, kind of happy. Right. Because then, like, other people... Like, I'm not saying that, like... People because then if there were right if because then if something were to happen to, to specific people it would only be involved in that, that community yeah. alone but now it's almost like okay you hear about Asian hate crimes for example you see it it, it didn't happen near you but you see it and it makes you frightened and scared and you think it's gonna happen like, and you think it's gonna happen to you but, like, I wonder if that, like, affects, like, what even happens as well. Just because, like, it's like, yeah, I see some, like, Asian hate crime happening in, like, New York or something. But, like, would you think that would, like, inspire other people who hate Asians to commit Asian, like, hate crimes in that's, other places? Kind of seems like that. You know? That's what I'm getting at. That's what I, yeah, that's what it's you mean, right? Yeah, I think that's what it's fucked up to say. It's fucked up to say, but. Yeah. And it's like, I feel like if we weren't exposed to so much bad stuff around us, everybody would be much happier. It would, it's almost like, a, like I said, it's going back to empathy because if you see this, ooh, like, there's fucked up people out there. Like, yeah. ooh, that sounds like interesting. But we're also mm. desensitized to it as well, yeah. especially our generation. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It's like sad to say, like, it's like good and bad, but it's also like, I don't know, like, we just, we lack that, like, what you, what you said, the sympathy for others and stuff. We just, we're just harder. Empathy. 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 Yeah. yeah. Empathy. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. It's, like, it's good and it's bad, but it's also, like, I don't know. I just feel there's no balance. I just feel like there needs to be more of a balance. Well, that's what our phones are doing to us and just, like, technology. Yeah. It's always, like, even if I'm just watching, like, a cute cat video on TikTok, it's, like, oh, breaking news. <laughs> something, something, something yeah. happened. Well, remember when the whole war broke out between Russia and Ukraine? We got a like instant alert at like yeah. twelve a.m. And we were seeing videos of like that was creepy. Honestly, no, that right. was creepy. We were like in our rooms getting ready to go it's to like bed. It's like a modern war. Yeah, and then it was like twelve a.m. Boom. Like they've never had footage like that before. No, no. It's crazy, <laughs> Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> you can hear it, Matthew. <laughs> I'm sorry. Explain it. Explain it to that. Matthew was scared shitless. Explain the video. He's a news reporter. He was standing on, like, I think you guys have probably seen it if you're on TikTok. He was a British man standing outside of Kiev in Ukraine. On top of a building, he was in Kiev where all the crap was happening. And, like, his reporter, like, back at the office was asking him if he could hear, like, the bombs and stuff. And Matthew's like Matthew just is going on rampage. He's like, you he was like, he was like, you, you can see the bombs right here. They're going off mo- just miles away from me in Kiev. <laughs> we can see it, Matthew. <laughs> and then the the news reporter back on because it was like the double thing. Like if you watch like any like any news this is channel way, or whatever. Go, like you guys, this is way funnier if you've seen if you've the seen video. the video. <laughs> but because we're sitting here <laughs> laughing about it, picturing it in our heads. 
But you know when you have like the news and they're like at like the on-scene crime and then you have the the, the little dudes home. back at the the, stu- the station or whatever. So Matthew, who is standing there, like I said, right outside of Kiev, in Kiev, I should say, yeah. and the the bombings were going on and he was like, as you can see here, the bombs are going off right now. Just inches away from me and then the news reporter he was like we could see it matthew he was like i don't know if you can hear it right now and the news reporter was we can hear it matthew <laughs> and he's like and then the matthew he kept like going off and like he just kept speaking and speaking and then the news reporter goes matthew <laughs> <laughs> if you guys seen it you guys have to look it up and watch it it's, okay it's that's so also funny. like some of the part where we're talking about being desensitized <laughs> Matthew was literally shitting his pants. Oh, like, yeah. He was putting on, like, a bomb. And then this guy was kind of being an asshole over here, being like, yeah, Matthew, we can hear him, Matthew. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, you know, my heart goes out to everybody in Ukraine. Me too. They don't deserve that. They don't. Like, they, really they really don't. They, they no one deserves that. But we don't. Uh, it, it's, it's, just, it's just not this necessary. Is, this is just not there necessary. There's no reason for it. No, there's like, not. And if they're going into a fight that they know they would win, like that's just the worst type of fight. It's like, cocky. You know, yeah, it's cocky. It, it really is. It's messed up. It's disgusting. In a way, it's like cowardly, kind of. Yeah. It's like you're not even putting up a fight no. against someone who even no. has a chance. Right. You know. It's crazy. It's so messed up. It's just like some kind of power trip, but then like the whole rest of the world knows that you're just an asshole for it. So right. what is the point of that? Right. You know. That's like you have enough money in the world. He isn't he the richest man in the world? Yes. What, what do you need to take out a whole fucking country for? Yeah. Does not need for that. Yeah. Okay. Um. Once again, we got a little sidetracked. But a little sidetracked, but it's fine. That's okay. This is what we really want for the podcast. Just you know us freely. You know, Speaking. branching off into random topics. This Definitely. is how we want the vibe to be of our top. Our okay, can't talk. Excuse me, our podcast. <laughs> but we're gonna wrap it up here. So tune in next week. We're gonna have a little special for you guys over spring break. You know, always yeah. on the grind. We'll still be here. So yeah, we'll not be here physically at campus, but, but you guys will still hear we'll us on Spotify next yeah. week because we'll be uploading it. And we'll we'll post to let you guys know when it's up. Yep. Well, um, I'm Bailey. I'm Athena. We'll see you guys see next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.